Hello and welcome to OK But, a podcast about thoughts that everyone has thought. I'm Arushi Garg, a confused and dog-tired almost adult. In this episode, Jitika and I talk about what mental health is and why it's so important to talk about it. Hi. <laughs> um i'm ritika and um i think before we talk about mental health it's it'll be good if i just say that i'm no expert i'm just another teenager just like arushi mm-hmm. but i have educated myself over the years and i have been to therapy which is why i think she thinks that i'm knowledgeable enough to talk about mental health. Yeah, I think neither of us are experts and this isn't a podcast by experts for people that actually need expert help or professional help. I think it's just two teenagers having a conversation about mental health from a teenage perspective. Right. Yeah, but you know sometimes people think like, oh, she must know everything. No, I don't know anything actually. <laughs> Okay so yeah. let's just talk about what you do know. So um according to you what do you think mental health is? I think like the easiest way to explain it to someone who doesn't know what it is is thinking of it as like a continuum. So it's like you go up and down mm-hmm. depending on various factors like genetics and your environment. school friends mm-hmm. so many things and you go up and down the continuum and you can either be mentally ill or mentally healthy which are like the two extremes yeah so like But, mental mental health is like sort of an umbrella term isn't it like it isn't it doesn't define one thing and it's such a broad termed category that there isn't one right way to define it right yeah I think if we go like by WHO's definition it's like psychological emotional and social well-being mm-hmm. but it can be hard to understand what it comes under that so I think thinking of it like some sort of staircase that you can go up and down that you do go up and down is mm-hmm. easier yes that, I think that's the perfect metaphor so why do you think that people should be open about mental health why do you think we should talk about the staircase I think the most obvious reason that's in everyone's face is that people are dying mm-hmm. and people are suffering and why should people die and suffer when we can just talk about it and you know help them and it's just it's very it's as important as physical health like it's so cliche to say that but I, I don't think they really understand the gravity of it. Yeah, I think it's it's not wrong to say it is as important as mental health, I mean physical health. And I think talking about it is the first steps to actually being in the better of your mental health and trying to fix your mental perspectives and all of that, right? You know like I really think that it all starts at home so mm-hmm. if your parents only don't like take this seriously mm-hmm. if they brush it off then how else is a person supposed to find help somewhere outside when they can't even rely on their parents right mm-hmm. yeah and especially 
we're teens and we're, we live in India, right? And I think that in India, at least, the, there's so much social stigma about mental health that it isn't yeah. as easy to just come out and say, you know, I don't think I'm mentally healthy. I think there's something that isn't right, right? Yeah, India is just, you know, I was researching for this podcast, actually, mm-hmm. and according to WHO, India is the most depressing country. <laughs> I don't disagree. And like one in seven people have mental illness here. Yet, no one talks about it. Like we Exactly. Have, and We have so many people, even if we take a one in seven number, that is mm-hmm. such a huge number. Mm-hmm. And even like, just take the most recent example when Rajput yeah. life and it's pretty obvious that it was because he wasn't in the pink of his mental health, right? But there's so many conspiracies that, no, that could not have been the case. Like, oh, this this would have happened and that would have happened. Like, nobody is ready to just accept that he did it because he wasn't in the right state of mind. Yeah, I feel no offense, but, like, these boomers don't understand mental health. <laughs> like, they just don't. It's, it's really hard, like, but, you know, you know, like parents, what they do, mm-hmm. they'll insensitize kids' mental health. So if a kid doesn't want to go to school because they're they've burnt out themselves and it's just they're exhausted, they don't understand that. And you know, that's all these small things, that's where they like build up and that's why you have a shitty adulthood because your childhood was yeah, and I think the, the the most common thing that a lot of parents resort to is it's just a phase. It's just a phase. You'll get over oh, it. Oh, yeah, right? your hormones are raging. Uh, yes. Phone. Everything comes back to the phone. Like, <laughs> my, I broke my leg. It's because you're on that damn phone all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's Indian parents' like favorite cause to everything. And, and I mean, what can we do to to approach mental health better and to to make people around us more open to talking about it? I feel like right now, because it's it's hard to talk to your parents about all of this, you know, mm-hmm. because you don't know how they'll take it. So you should start with people who are like you, like mm-hmm. your friend group. So... I always talk to my friends about their mental health and, you know, like what's happening and I'll always check up on them and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's like an easy way to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And if they're feeling like low and all that, you know, I try to help in every way I can. So if, if you see someone around you suffering or if you're suffering, I think talking to your friends is the easiest way. And it's not like all parents have this social stigma towards mental health. It's just that what we've observed, right, in our family group, our parents, things like that, right? Yeah, like, of course, not everyone's the same. But Mm -hmm. I think it's like, generally, that's what we see. Mm -hmm. So that's why. Yeah, and I mean, as long as you're talking about it, I don't think that it really matters who you're talking about it to. As long as you trust the person and you feel like they give you some kind of support, right? Yeah, it does. You don't have to always go to therapy. You know, therapy is like, 
it's easy to say like oh just go to therapy mm-hmm. but there's so many factors therapy is expensive actually yeah very expensive and it's not easy to find a therapist that you know will really stick with you and sometimes you don't actually even get along with the therapist you're seeing mm-hmm. so there's a lot of factors that go into having a good fruitful therapy like process mm-hmm. so it's not important to talk to experts all the time you can just like you said just confide in someone you trust yeah like personally i'm pretty introverted and i can't i, I don't know why but i can't accept the idea of going and talking to a complete stranger right so for me at least i don't think therapy would be the best fit and i i haven't tried it and i'm not closed to trying it but i just feel like it isn't something that i would be entirely comfortable with doing yeah it makes sense like it's it's actually just like a stranger listening to you mm-hmm. that's but you know that's its advantage and disadvantage at the same time because when if you think about it is something good they mm-hmm. won't they don't care like after the therapy session is over they don't care about you they don't judge you yeah So yeah. Yeah, and I mean it works for some people it doesn't for others there's no prescription to therapy right. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure like it worked for me but sometimes like some of the friends that I sent to therapy mm-hmm. or I insisted that they go it didn't work for them and it's fine like everyone just needs to find something that works for them. Mhm. And, and that can take a lot of time actually. Yeah, I think it isn't a overnight process. It's not like you decide that you need to talk to someone, you need to take care of your mental health. You don't do it overnight. It takes a time of I think acceptance and then acting on it, right? Yeah, like you know like I said it's like the staircase, right? Mm-hmm. And when you go down, sometimes you go like really really low and like basement level. <laughs> yeah. yeah you hit the rock bottom like legit you do mm-hmm. and when people come up from that it really teaches you a lot like mm-hmm. you understand how your mind is working and how you should you know when you when you'll go down again because you will how you how should you come up from that and what can you help what can you do to help yourself mm-hmm. because i think no matter how much we talk to other people and like go to therapy and all if you don't want to help yourself it's all useless yeah so i mean i've dealt with pretty bad anxiety i would say and i've tried a lot of things i mean i've tried meditating and all of that crap Hmm. I'm not to call it crap but <laughs> yeah and I think <laughs> yeah. what really worked for me was I don't know just staying active and getting proper sleep and having a good diet and being outdoors like it hasn't reduced my anxiety but it's helped me cope with it it's helped me accept my anxiety and it's helped me be like okay you know I might not be able to beat this today but I will someday right Yeah, you know that makes so much sense because I think everyone underestimates sleep. Like <laughs> we are not sleeping enough. We are not sleeping properly. And if 
actually are legit people underestimate sleep sleeping will fix half your problems trust yeah, me and i think it's sort of like a fad to stay up nowadays like if you say oh yeah i go to bed by 11 and wake up by 7 people are like what what's wrong with you that's me <laughs> literally that's me and all my friends are like oh i go to bed at 5 in the morning like, exactly and then no, i wake up at 3 pm <laughs> no yeah and i think it just this generation maybe our sleep schedule is so messed up yeah and you know like i when i was in therapy i had this like phase where i didn't sleep at all mm-hmm. like just one hour of sleep going to school i don't know how but i sat through all the classes <laughs> and you know classes uh-huh. so yeah so i don't know how i did that but my therapist was just like can you just please sleep like you know and i slept for a week like properly mm-hmm. and my mood was amazing i was happy i felt happy mm-hmm. and it was just because i was sleeping better yeah i think it's important to like create a routine for yourself especially with sleeping because yeah, it, it it might not be easy to just say go sleep but if you start forcing your body to sleep your body clock just automatically resets yeah and you know sleep hygiene is also really important mm-hmm. like if you if you're like playing video games and stuff 5 minutes before you want to sleep of course you're not going to sleep mm-hmm. sleep hygiene is very important but i think people really do underestimate the connection between sleep and mental health sleep really does affect everything because of like the hormone cycle and when your cortisol is up which is like the stress hormone that's when you get like uh, morning anxiety for example like you wake up anxious and so sleeping is actually very important yeah i definitely agree and i mean i don't know the science but whatever you said makes sense yeah <laughs> i think another thing that's really important about dealing with your mental health is how you look at yourself the second you start looking at yourself as somebody the second you start pitying yourself about not being in the best mental state and not willing to change anything not willing to make changes that will bring your mental health to a better position yeah you know like sometimes when you're in a funk you'll be like i don't need help i just mm-hmm. want to stay sad now <laughs> that happens so many times like every time i'm in a funk i will think that in the start but by the when i'm like a week in two weeks in i'll remember something like siddharth wrote an article and i read that and it said that everything is so scarce in the world like everything <laughs> every resource is scarce so we need to find meaning in this scarcity and that really hit my brain and i was like i don't want to be this like this i don't want to be sad anymore <laughs> something must change and i started working out again after a month and my mood is already so much better mm-hmm. you know so like sometimes things come by chance and they really do help you 
Yeah, and until you reach that point, you're just sort of in like denial. You're you're failing to accept the fact that you can actually do something about it. Yeah, I think with me that doesn't happen. I just I tell myself I want to be sad, so I'll I'll just be sad then. But some <laughs> a lot of other people don't even admit that they're feeling that way because. Mm-hmm. that it's scary it's actually scary thinking about you know like you're you're in such a dark place so and humans have this tendency of never admitting you know when something's wrong with them so yeah denial is denial is like the silent killer in all of this i think mm-hmm. and i think most of the denial comes from you, you know what the fear of missing out is right Yeah. So I think that people feel like if they say that you know they're not in the best of mental health, people will start looking at them a different way and treating them differently and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, but that is true. Like, if you tell someone that you're having anxiety attacks or panic attacks, they'll treat you so like I don't want your sympathy. It's not helping me. Exactly. And- yeah. but you know there's another problem there we can't really blame anyone because no one has education on this they don't know how to support other people mm-hmm. so you know it's 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 really hard to find who's at fault here but i think society is at fault yeah but i think the, the number one step to you know erasing the social stigma is to just educate yourself about it the, the second that you you admit that yeah mental health is real mental health problems are real i think that's a massive step in kind of eliminating the entire stigma around it yeah definitely i think like we can we can be like boomers here and we can just you know deny everything but mm-hmm. who who is that helping no one it's just making things worse so like you said like even admitting that mental health is real is an important step and we we need more like base level education like mm-hmm. if it can't happen in the house then it should happen in the school because that's where we are most of our time right yeah and i mean But- school has like physical education and all of that but you don't really find anybody talking about mental health and mental well-being and you don't have you know sessions in school where you can just relax and you can talk about your mental being you can focus on your mental health right yeah school is like unless your school has like a counselor or a therapist who is actually like educated and mm-hmm. who is like who has a degree and stuff um i think is school is like pretty shit <laughs> um, even our and, school is pretty shit in like this way mm-hmm. and i think schools in india are like this they're all all about like you know marks 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 yeah i think no one cares about what what's actually going on inside our brain and you know what mental health is so biological mm-hmm. i think people really overlook that part so much happens inside the brain that really you know affects how we're thinking how we're feeling mm-hmm. and just like even the biological part is overlooked so 
I don't know schools in India have a long way to go. And I mean, considering that we're two teens talking about typically teenager mental health, we spend so much time in school. And even when we come back home, we're still piled up with stuff that we're carrying back from school, right? So school is basically the root of a lot of mental problems like anxiety and stress and panic and all of that. Yeah, Yeah. and it's not only just marks, you know, right? You know, we're in that phase where like, oh, relationships, oh, friendships, oh, this, that, this, that. Mm -hmm. And it's like everything is just like too much. It's too much, actually. Yeah, like the social pressure too, especially at this age. Yeah, high school, high school social life is like a mess. It's chaos. Mm-hmm. It will, everyone I think will definitely go through a rough patch because of their social life. And talking about social life, I feel like social media plays such a big role on your mental health. Like I haven't been active on Instagram, like really active on Instagram for the past two weeks. And I've already felt so much happier. And I'm not saying that it works for everyone. A lot of people find happiness in social media. But to me, just getting away from that screen and getting away from looking at people's stories and comparing yourself to them and all of those unwanted opinions, really. Yeah, Oh my god, I hate the unsolicited advice. Like, oh. no one asks. <laughs> but you know what you're saying really does make sense. But for me, what's happened is that over time, I've really like tailored my Instagram so much because it used to really affect me. Mm-hmm. But now I only follow people who think like I do. And I follow a lot of like therapists and counselors and a lot of like, you know, just things that will make me happy when I look at them and other shit that's and people who give me advice that I didn't ask for. I block them that <laughs> second. I'm not kidding. Yes, it's more like tailoring your social media around the way you want it to be. So it isn't really like social media to blame. It's how you use social media, right? Yeah, how you use and actually like how much power you let it have over you. Mm-hmm. We, it's it's stupid to believe that we don't control our lives. Like God will do everything. I It's very stupid to believe that I feel no offense to anyone. But social media will have the amount of power over you that you give it. Mm-hmm. you know um, and over time I've learned not to give and let it have any power over me because what is it it's just people faking their lives actually legit that's what it is yeah so like, I was... even when we're clicking pictures you know we'll think oh no that angle because I look skinny <laughs> that's, that's the truth right no matter how much both of us come here preach about mental health that's how we think right yeah, when definitely. you're taking my pictures, I'll be like, "Oh, how does she please that angle? I don't want to look fat. I, I'm probably, I probably even said that to you. But <laughs> you know, I think that that takes a lot of a lot more time to change because we we're, we're kind of conditioned now to think that way. 
But I mean, but, it is something you can change. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you know, small steps will lead to that bigger change. Small mm-hmm. steps, like you know, unfollowing people who you think really give you negative vibes. Yeah, that's like a step you can take. Yes, yeah, so I was reading this book called uh, "The Little Book of Mindfulness." Uh, by Patricia Collard and it's all about you know taking the little steps and yeah. set a goal but don't set how you want to get there and just take little steps towards the goal and ultimately you will reach the goal even if it's taken you a month or a year or a couple years to reach the goal i think the journey matters more than the destination if i can be extreme <laughs> <laughs> yeah that makes sense like i think everyone not everyone but a lot of people think that you know mm-hmm. i'm in a funk today tomorrow i will wake up and i will feel amazing they wake up they have that you know sort of placebo effect and they think oh it's all fine now but by the evening it's back to the same thing so you can't really change it overnight it it does take a lot of things and you know i think the easiest place to start is to build a routine like you said not only your sleep schedule but like just a routine in general doing stuff that makes you feel better finding yeah, stuff that makes you feel better it feels like you have control over most things in your life even if you don't have complete control over your anxiety or something you have control over the other things right so it makes you feel yeah. more i don't know what the word is but it makes it makes you feel more collected yeah 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 makes sense so have you come across any like books or movies or stuff that have inspired your mental health journey or have made you thought made you think about it after you know like there was a book that i read thousand splendid sons mm-hmm. and it really wasn't about mental health at all but what i think everyone takes different things away from books and what i took away was you know if you if anyone's read it just how strong those women were you know how resilient they were and even if you put some part of it in your life it really does make a difference and sometimes when i'm really like low i'll think about that book and i'll just think even though it it might not be real it it still affected me and that's a really good book if you want to like read something about strong women and all that yeah i think But, we should just like take a minute and appreciate books Oh yeah because books have... are, books are amazing. <laughs> yes. Like uh, Ritika and I had a conversation I think a couple months ago and we just talked about books. We're like yeah, I need we books. Yeah, book list. Yes, and like books you want to read when you're upset, books you want to read when you oh, when you're yeah. raving. You have books for everything. Books I think people who don't read are really missing out and mm-hmm. it's not just about reading and you know learning or whatever it's it really takes you to some different place and yeah, makes like, you think a lot mm-hmm. like an escape from reality 
I'm being really cliche. <laughs> yeah, this podcast episode is the clichéest of all, but Yeah, I should title it. I should I should title it Mental Health and All Its Clichés. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, good one, good one. <laughs> but you know what I really really hate mm-hmm. is when people just, you know, casually say, "Oh, I'm so depressed." Like, no. just because you're having one bad day does not mean you are depressed. Mhm. Yeah, just, I think people misuse terms a lot. Yeah, and you know, you can't just casually throw stuff like this around. It's it's really not okay. Depression is depression is so biological and it is such a bad place to be in. And I don't think people realize that for any mental health illness to actually be diagnosed it needs to be there for at least like 3 weeks so just because you're having a bad day because your favorite football team lost you're not yeah. depressed dude i think we should end on a more positive note so rithika if someone if 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 you could give somebody advice that you'd wish you'd gotten when you were at a low point in your life what would that be Oh, that's a hard one. Um I think it would be no matter how like harsh it sounds, but you're on your own. And whatever little resources we have, it's always best to find some sort of meaning and purpose. And you'll find that eventually, but just remember you're on your own do it for yourself do anything you want but do it for yourself just the minute we start doing something for others approval and others you know like seeking validation that's when things go downhill so just do everything for yourself so thank you for tuning in to the first episode of okay but And if Yay. you've made it till here, then congratulations, Ritika! Congratulations, which is Yay. our first podcast. And um, I hope all of you stay happy and healthy, Ritika. I hope you're happy and healthy, and yeah, have an awesome rest of the day and week and year. Yeah, stay safe. Don't get corona. Stay at home. <laughs> yes. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>